0: Hey, folks! This is the guy, Chad, and you are listening to a DogCast Studio podcast. You catch new episodes of the Turnbuckle Report every Wednesday. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Follow our shows on Facebook or Twitter. Stay healed, baby. Welcome, folks, to another episode of the Turnbuckle Report live and in action, my friend. We are in Oregon. Oh, we're not in Oregon. We're in Oregon. How do you say that? How are you supposed to say it? Oh, by the way, Doggast's father himself, Joshua, my friend, God bless. Here you are. Here we are. We're in the Casa. We're doing
1: this live. Live.
0: This is a live this episode li- This is actually our first live one. Well, it's because I never come out to Oregon. It's- uh, God bless my job. Yeah. They paid that thousand dollar ticket. They sent me out. They said, "Hey, go fix some things. Do your thing. Hang out. You know, eat some foods. Enjoy yourself. God bless." And forget about it. And forget about naturally. it. Naturally, naturally forget it. We're sitting here rocking our, our belts, our foam belts. Okay. You have to. You know. And we're doing a fat guy style. Well, you, see. I'm just wide enough to wear the arms of the chair holding on. I'm doing the same thing. It's perfect. I'm doing the same thing. Right? I got the big Goldie, of course. Attitude Era in Intercontinental. It's upside down. Uh, oh, it is. Don't That's
1: do
0: cool. that. Don't do that. It was the What <laughs> was the adjutator? You do anything you want on yeah. the there. We're sitting here live in an action. Very first time. We got our drinky drinks going. Okay. I would say, I would venture to say, this is a cocktail episode. It is a cocktail episode. We're going to have a cheers We didn't now. know it was going to happen. Cheers right over the mic. Cheers. We Sink got it. Uh, Here we go. Mm-hmm. That's lovely. We got a little bit of the Svetska Vodka's. Mixed with some Trulies, the mango Trulie. My this is how favorite. you do it, okay? Now, for those of you in the world, Josh and I are, are pretty similar human beings. At least 98%, if not more. 98%. A couple differences we've noticed. Not a whole lot. Uh, but we apparently drink our drinks the same. Trulies are nice. I have said in the past they're truly shit. But when you mix them with a nice vodka,
1: they're on. God bless. We even have the tea ones in there. Oh,
0: my God. I know that's you. It's, it's going to be a good night. You're the tea guy. It's going to be a good night. I'm just going to say, it's going to be a good night. It's going to be a good night. I do have a hotel room, but I might have to you know fall asleep on the Fuck couch. Fuck it. Fuck that hotel room. Yeah. You don't need it. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm going to pay $150 for that hotel room tonight and not even fucking stay. Not even go. Fuck them. You know why? And the TV's still on. You know why? You're the fucking people's host. I am the people's host. Wait. <laughs> I am more than the people's host because you are hosting me in your home. God bless Oregon. I love this state. Yeah, I've said it many times. If there's one state I love outside of Colorado, we all know my Colorado pride. It's definitely Oregon. It's definitely Oregon. Nice vibe here. Nice vibe. What's your number one favorite thing about Oregon? Truthfully? No, lie to me. We have good weather. Yeah, weather has been
1: lovely. I mean... I enjoy more of a colder climate. So I have what's called a winter body because I have what doctors call a little bit
0: of a weight problem. You
1: are insulated, my friend. <laughs> I am built <laughs> for hibernation. <laughs> so I prefer a little, little bit colder. Huh? That's why, I mean, this summer has been pretty hot for us. Actually, probably the hottest recorded summer for us. Yeah. It has to be at least close. And it was probably the driest winter for us. Mm. But typically, it we usually only hit 100 like three times a year. Next, well, this, this week, we're going to hit it three times this week. Mm-hmm. Today and, was nice.
0: Today was nice. Today was nice. I didn't need to do much to, to hydrate the tan. Right. It was very lovely. I'm rocking the AEW. This is something that kind of threw me off tonight. Okay? Can I hit you with something real quick? Brother. I walk in, and you're rocking the Chris Jericho Demigod. That, that's, a, that's, a, that's a Pro Wrestling Crate exclusive, right? It is. It's a beautiful shirt. It is. It's a beautiful
1: shirt. It's actually one of my favorite shirts that they have gave us. Yep. That and the Ric Flair one. But the cat ruined my
0: Ric Flair one. That fucking cat. And he's still alive? It's right there. i tell you right now. Let me say something. Can I say it? Say it. If there's one thing I've been thinking about this entire night, it's going over that smack your pussy. <laughs> I'm just saying. And... I've thought about it a few times. Now you have a reason. Now I have a reason <laughs> to uh, yeah. flick your pussy. Yeah. You know, that was a good shirt. The Ric Flair one for sure. Um, I missed out on that one. Yeah. I still bought it hear me out my son and i were going like month for month i, I would get that. the shirt he would get the shirt he got the rick flair one and it made him a rick flair fan to be honest with you so i appreciate that i got plenty of rick flair shirts i don't need any more that one was a lovely one this demigod jericho one i'm really digging i'm really liking it i'm of course rocking my aew sleeveless hoodie it was Which a whole fire. point. it was a whole point of contention at one point
1: yeah uh but uh I like I'm rocking that. it. It's a nice material. Looks yep. light.
0: Very light. Yeah, I
1: like that a lot. Actually.
0: You know, I'm putting the guns up. It's suns out guns out. Yeah, that's what we're dealing with right now. You're in Oregon. It has to be suns out guns out. And flip flops. I got the flip flops on because uh, I'm in Oregon. Yeah, and I wear flip flops quite a bit. Tonight, let's let's talk. Let's talk, okay? Because some things have happened. If you're a TBR fan, you're definitely listening to the show. And if you're not, um, go fuck yourself. But anyway, we took the summer off. Okay. We're back doing live episodes we're again. On. No more recorded shit. It's no. a live episode now. Right. Okay.
1: Well, we're back to WCW. We, we were raw during the attitude. Mm-hmm. Now yep. we're back to WCW. Now we're back
0: live fire nitro. Pyro. SummerSlam is right around the corner. Yeah. Okay. Few things I still get very excited for in the WWE. Sure. WrestleMania. Yeah. SummerSlam. Right. More than the Rumble? No. I love the Rumble. You're calling me a liar on my own fucking show here. Okay, here's what's happening. You just walked in. You said, I said, hey, God bless. How's your mud? And he's said, like, you're not even asking about my father anymore. Fuck you. It hurts. Mm-hmm. It's the truth, though. It is. I love the Royal Rumble. I know. I love SummerSlam. The three bigs, right? I'm excited this year For because SummerSlam. of. Boop, 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 boop. Cena's back. He's back. He's anyway. back. What's funny about it too
1: is, and I'm sure it's no shock to anybody on the show, we are not John Cena fans. No. We never have. Been. Your wife is. Every woman is. I'm not. Uh, the guy's wife is a huge Cena fan. I'll tell you what though. When his music hit and he walked out, and we kind of knew he was coming. Yeah. But when it actually happened, yeah. I was like, fuck. And honestly, to this day, I mean, you and I haven't watched wrestling. You've watched it longer than I have. Long time. Top three biggest pops of all time.
0: Yeah, it was huge. I okay. Here, here's where that ranks. The biggest pop I ever heard in my life. I'm horrible with years. Okay, I'm gonna admit that. It was it was um, Stone Cold coming back after his injury. Want to say 2002? Had to be around that. Yes, okay. about the time, same time, or even 2000 even. Yeah, cuz he got
1: hurt before he went. Yeah, he had his injury and right. then he came
0: back and he started doing uh, uh, you know that's any, when,
1: anyway, that's when he really became Stone Cold. Cuz you remember, yeah. he was kind of branching into that character, but he was more of a high flyer kind you of yeah. cuz he wasn't where he didn't have the knee braces yet. No. He was just wearing
0: trunks and that was that was when he cut the promo at the freaking I'm talking after King. his run with Michaels when he had his first title. He has a bit of an injury, he's off for a little bit uh, there. You now. That yep. stone cold pop, it was rock in the ring the glass breaks probably the biggest pop I've heard this Cena pop the Cena pop of this year the edge pop of Royal Rumble last year
1: you think the edge pop was close yes I don't I really don't I think it was just because
0: of the lack of people no way that was the that was the last major Royal Rumble you had a full house in Houston you're right I, for some reason I was thinking yeah you're right when he came back crowd was
1: still that, there yep. when that boom that was, you think you, you know, think me, had, know me you think you know me that's right. I forgot about that. Huge pop. He started
0: crying. Yeah, absolutely. You don't. remember that? No, why wouldn't you? You got you got, you got 70,000 fans screaming your name. Losing their minds, you're there. You know who else had a huge one? Brock Lesnar. Remember when he first came back? Yeah, I know you're his, right. And
1: his music hit? They cheered for 15 minutes. Yeah. I mean, that was arguably bigger than John Cena's when yeah. he came out. When Brock Lesnar... And now they, they boo boom. Now Brock Lesnar comes out and they're like, fuck. And we're kind of like that
0: too because of how they, yeah. how they book him. Now... Our fans know the biggest pop I've ever experienced in my life <clears throat> was when uh, Jake the Snake came out in Denver. And you were there for it. that was my because I was screaming, losing my mouth, losing my mind. That was AEW, right? But yeah, and it was AEW. And here, here's kind of here's kind of where I'm going with this. When you're talking about the pops, we're segwaying here. It's a it's a cocktail show. God bless. When you're when you're talking pops, AEW, they're they're about ten years away from what we're talking about right now. Right, hear me out. They can't use the old songs. They can't. They can't do it. Mm-mm. So you hear the music, you know it's a, you know it's different. It's not no, it's normal. No, it's a little, little close. It's a little, not normal from what you're hearing, right? But it's when the, the presents come out, when the Christian Cage, when the, the Mark Henry, when the Big Show. If he would, if Big Show would have walked in with the oh, fuck, everybody would have lost their mind doing it went crazy. So the music we're hearing now, let's fast forward. Let's say Jericho finally hangs it up and retires. Let's say this calendar year. Okay? It's not going to happen. But let's say this calendar year. In ring, it sounds plausible, though. You fast forward to 2031. And you hear Judas. Mm-hmm. There's now what we're talking yep. about. AEW's got a ways to go. It does. They're bringing in a lot of people. You've talked about this all day. We've been talking Mm -hmm. about this. It's true. AEW's bringing in everybody they can. I think we disagree on this a little bit. You think they're going a little too far, right? We agree and we disagree, I think, to to an extent on this.
1: What I get out on this is that the problem I have with it, when AEW first came out, what did they say at the press conference before they even had a wrestling match? They said, we're not going to be the people that sign all X... Wrestling show talent We knew what they, what they were talking about They are talking yeah. about WWE. WWE And they said we don't we don't need them Because we're all elite Okay mm-hmm. We're the most elite wrestlers in the world Yeah Well so then The only two people really from WWE At that time that they had Was Chris Jericho mm-hmm. And then shortly after that Moxley came mm-hmm. Okay Then And at that, that point you're like That's fine That's really all they, they really need Well then You get another one And then you get another one And then you get another one and they need another one. And you need another one. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is that every time they bring over a WWE guy, they always put him so far over to the moon that it completely undercuts the entire basis of their show. And what I mean by that, you're telling me you build a company on the most elitist superstars in the world. Mm-hmm. Yet, all these people that are... Because you got to think, AEW's probably pulling... Newer fans, they are. Yeah, they are. So you got people that are, an average of one point two million, and you you have the fans that aren't really acclimated yet to WWE. You know what I mean? They probably touch on it a little bit, but people that are going to start are probably like AEW more, just because it's more of a, a true wrestling place. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense?
0: Yeah.
1: So, like for instance, when they brought over, you know, when they had um, this last week, for instance. Mm-hmm. When they had What's-His-Face, I can't think of Cody Rhodes, yeah, come out there, uh, almost give a retirement speech. Yeah, that was odd, right? And then what happens? You get the guy come out, whoops his ass. Well, now you're thinking, hmm, if this dude's all elite, why is the WWE guy coming out and beating the head of your show? Yeah. So then in that point, it's gonna make some presence fans go, well, man, if this is the Ali, but now these guys are coming in there even better, where are they from? Yeah. And you're pushing fans from you just to branch out. And what they don't see is that they're like, oh, hey, they're gonna branch out and kind of see other stuff, blah, blah, they're not too worried about it. What other show did that and didn't care about it? WCW, during the heat of the war, when yeah. Raw was recorded, WCW would do what? They'd tell you, oh, the so the on, so on the shows, doing that, doing that. Yeah. And what did it do? Brought the fans over there mm-hmm. until finally one night when I think it was, was it uh, Shawn Michaels' match? The match that really defined it when they said so and so beat whoever? Uh,
0: it was actually when McFoley, as mankind, won his first title. Okay, that's what it was. And what did it do? Pulled everybody over there from that night on. Yes. WCW fell. Yeah, and Tony Schiavone has talked about this a lot mm-hmm. that he was fed that through the microphone from Eric Bischoff, didn't want to say it. Now I think that's a chicken shit thing. He said it with enthusiasm, but that's the night you're talking about, right? Can I stop you for a second? Sure. I think here's the difference: AEW is bringing these guys over, and none of them are champions yet. Right. They're putting them on ice. Okay. Sure. Now that's true. We've we've went back and forth on this. If Brock Lesnar shows up, he's becoming the champion that night. Unfortunately unfortunately. Unfortunately. But it's a big enough name. I think they're evolving to a point now where they have to bring these guys over because how do you not? The WWE is completely making everybody walk the plank. Right. And what are we left with? We're left with uncertainty. The WWE is banking on their new talent, their young talent. Which is what they did during the Attitude Era. The problem is, though, you're getting rid of your
1: new talent.
0: There's the thinking. How do you get rid of a Daniel Bryan? He's not seasoned enough. How do you get rid of a Bray Wyatt? Now, we haven't seen Bray Wyatt show up yet on AEW. It may not happen. But if it does, game over. That'll be the game changer. Because AEW and Tony Khan is going to look at a Bray Wyatt and say... You do whatever you want, which is what he wanted in the, in
1: the WWE. That's just it. The Fiend wasn't even the original name for that character. So it's like he had the Fiend idea. WWE at the at the time was giving him a little bit of creative control. Yeah. But you know Vince, you're literally only going to get a little bit. Yeah. So he gets and the idea. He in. gets the idea. Yeah. And then Vince goes puts his own twist on it. Which, if you remember, when you could date it back when that first happened, you and I were like, "What the fuck are they doing?" It was amazing. It was well, no, and remember, remember, because the promos leading up, he was only doing the Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, you didn't
0: see that. Yeah, you're you right. Didn't see the fiend you didn't yet. see the fiend yet. You just heard the illusion of him.
1: And he was coming off it of Bray money. Wyatt.
0: It was money. Onto that, and we were like, "What the fuck are they doing?" And in the interview—that was the groundbreaking moment because he did an interview on Busted Open, right, and talked about the creative control that Vince is giving him, right. So you thought. This is really happening. Right. Shit's going down. And then fast forward a year later. They're burying this motherfucker at WrestleMania 37. It's gone down. It's gone.
1: The Fiend's gone. They ruined that from the get-go. When he lost that first match, yeah. after building him up to be the Undertaker, that's what we all said. You lost him. Yeah. He lost all credibility. I don't care who you are. That first match leading up to it, he should have fucking destroyed whoever he was up against. Finn Balor. Finn Balor. And he did. No, no, no. For the actual belt. Remember, it was at Hell in a Cell. The whole match was red. That's right. And he lost. And he got absolutely destroyed. Seth Rollins. Destroyed him. How are you going to do that when you build this guy? How many? It was like two months. He didn't even wrestle for two months. He kept coming out going, scaring people, beating the shit out of them in the dark, classically. Now they're laying in the middle of the ring. He comes out. He has this mask on. You're thinking, okay. And honestly, the Fiend character was selling me a little bit. So 100%. Because like, it, it was it was the closest was thing to Kane and the Undertaker that we've had since Kane and the Undertaker.
0: And it was over.
1: It was way over. And what does Vince do
0: best when something's over? Destroys it. Destroys it.
1: And that's what he did.
0: So, I, you know what? Here's the thing. Vince McMahon is, he has never said this because he doesn't do a lot of interviews. Right. But if Almost you, none. If you listen to the people around him. Now, we all know on this show that uh, my favorite wrestling personality, period, to include talent, is Jim Ross. Yeah. I, I, this is grandpa for me, right, right here. This guy, I listen religiously to his show, if I listen to his show uh, Religious Labor week. And this guy, he goes on many, many times and he'll say, Vince, now... And Vince then, meaning Attitude Era, doesn't watch the competition. Yeah. I think that's what's hurting him right now. I do. Because he's not seeing, and the the fucking cronies that he has around him have no fucking balls. Mm -hmm. They're not looking at him saying, Vince, there's some shit happening on TNT on Wednesday nights right now that's catching some momentum. And how are they doing it, Josh? They're doing it old school they are doing old school. They're giving us great wrestling, mm-hmm. which is what we needed, right? Cuz they're giving us great in-ring talent, they're giving us great characters that aren't so fucking outlandish. No. They're great characters they're because believable. because we invest into them. Right. Because this is a character that I can see winning. I'm completely over on Cody Rhodes. I love it when he's in the ring. I know there's a lot of criticism that you know, he may be taking the limelight whatever it is. I don't I'm over on Cody Rhodes. I'm invested when he's in a match. I'm over on John Moxley. I'm invested when he's in a match. There's one individual in AEW. And I don't know if you, we've never talked about this. There's one individual in AEW that I think is losing steam. And they better get that belt off him quick. And I think it's Kenny Omega. 100%.
1: Yeah. Him taking every belt has hurt him. I agree. I actually don't like, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't like the fact that they go to every other wrestling event, take their belts, bring them
0: back, and then hold oh. on to them. But these companies are willingly doing that because they know the fire that's catching in AEW. It doesn't matter, honestly.
1: All it's doing is bearing all the talent on whatever show it comes from. Yeah. 100%. How are you going to have a show and not even have your main title on it? Not even have your tag team belt on it? Not have your intercon, you know, obviously it's not intercon, but your your mid-card belt. Mm -hmm. Kenny has all the belts from all other shows. All he's doing when they're thinking they're all elite He's burying every company he goes to. Yeah. Because you're telling me the most elite guy in TNA loses.
0: Okay. Well, let me play a little devil's you advocate with me. you. Let me play some devil's advocate with you. Was Ric Flair as the NWA champion in the height of the NWA going to territory to territory? Was he burying other talent?
1: No. No, was,
0: he was making him better. Right. And he's not doing that. It's a different era, though. You got. I you think during that
1: time, you had ter- territory wars. And here's the difference between, because everybody kind of thinks that. And I, I was kind of on it, too, for a while, but I'm, I'm off it now. AEW's not doing a territory run. They're just partnering up and doing whatever it takes to get AEW ahead of them. Oh, what I'm people, what people aren't seeing is that, and this might sound shitty to the fans that probably disagree with me right now, but I believe Tony Khan is a young Vince McMahon. What I can I, see that, and what I mean by that is that he's going around all these places saying, "Oh, cool! What do you got? What do you got? What do you got?" And what does he do? He buys all their fucking talent
0: because Daddy has all the money in the world, yeah. and he doesn't he doesn't nail them down to an exclusive contract. Mm-hmm. I think there's one company right now that is truly getting a benefit from AEW and not being buried by AEW, and I think that's New Japan. True. I would agree with you on that. I actually think New Japan, to include the WWE, is the biggest wrestling company in the world, right? Outside of America, New Japan's everywhere. Sure, way they're, bigger. They're than even AAA, in Triple A. Way bigger
1: than let's all those.
0: not forget the last time. Go ahead and fact check me, folks. The last time Madison Square Garden sold out, it wasn't a WWE event. It was a New Japan event. I didn't know that. That says a whole lot. That the, the homegrown New Yorkers, the fucking pieces of shit they are, love the WWE. Right. Well, it's, it's the
1: garden. Yeah. The WWE put the garden on the map. Yeah. The garden wouldn't be the garden without the
0: WWE. I don't, care what, I don't care what anybody says. You don't have Hogan winning that first WWF title from uh, Iron Sheik. Mm-hmm. I want to say 83. You don't have that Was, happen. Probably, yeah. It's all for nothing. Hulkamania is never born. Nope. You think Hulkamania was born there, though? Yeah, absolutely. You didn't. think he was truthfully born there, There though? Like, that's when he was at his, his, his peak? So Hulk Hogan had some gimmicks prior to that, mm-hmm. but nothing was ever on fire like Hulkamania. WrestleMania 1, Hulkamania, Mr. T, Rowdy Piper, Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. Yeah, that got created Hulkamania.
1: I don't put it till WrestleMania 3. Till he picked up Andre and threw him over, because when everybody thinks of Hulk Hogan,
0: they think of the drop. They think of the. They slam. think of the drop. That's yeah. that to me was when Hulk Hogan was the top wrestler there will ever be. You may be onto something because people people tend to forget that that match happened um, five years prior. Was it five years before what the slam? Hogan. Oh yeah, Hogan. Yep, Andre. Mm-hmm. Andre was the babyface. Hogan was the heel. Mm-hmm. Was he really? Hogan was the heel. It was off his Thunderlips run. Oh yeah, you're it right. It was in Boston at Fenway. Thunderlips. Hogan slams him. Hogan slams him. But nobody remembers that. That's I mean that's really the magic of Vince McMahon. Yeah. And what he did with WrestleMania. Can't you mentioned earlier? Tony Khan is 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 stepping in the feet in the in the footsteps rather of of Vince McMahon. I agree to a certain extent on the big level and the money. But I think he's following in the lines of Jimmy Crockett. And I know I'm going way back. I know I'm going way back in the way back machine here. But I say Jimmy Crockett because Jimmy Crockett had this illusion, and that's what it ended up being, this illusion of a one wrestling company, just like Vince McMahon. Sure. But that you would have bottom feeders. Right. He would be the great white. But you'd have all these little sharks suckling. Right. Where Vince McMahon said, I'm the great white and fuck the all the little sharks. I'm going to kill all you. Exactly. And he did. He did. He absolutely did. Jimmy Crockett had more of an idea of like, I'm going to be the big guy. He even killed him. But everybody else is going to be, you know, they're going to be off of my, they're going to do what I say. It's so more of a conqueror idea. I think Tony Khan's showing that.
1: I think the Khan family as a whole don't put up with shit, to be honest with you. Yeah.
0: And I think that- Yeah, because Big Daddy Khan, he doesn't give a shit about wrestling. He, he gives doesn't. A shit about money.
1: He does. So at the end of the day, he'll let you do whatever the fuck you want. But if you're not putting money on the books, yeah. he's gonna step in really quick and say, figure it out or you're gone.
0: Yeah.
1: Which truthfully, I like that strategy. Oh, I absolutely. Because do. unlike Vince, where you got all your talents telling you, I wanna do this, I wanna do this. Yeah. And he's like, no. We're gonna go ahead and make you a superhero. You're gonna have red hair and a cape. Oh, uh, okay. You're going to be the red rooster. It's going to, you're going to be the red rooster. You're going to be the blue, blue blazer. We're going to drop you from the ceiling.
0: Hey, baby. hey you motherfucker. <laughs> you you, go <laughs> you, you went We were there and now we're here. <laughs> you were there with the red roosters and the funny shit. And then all of a sudden people are falling from the ceiling. God bless.
1: God bless America. Get this.
0: It's the same setup except
1: for Tony Khan says, you, you guys just go ahead and do whatever the fuck you want. But he's doing it better than WCW did. And Here's what I mean by that. They have open contracts to the, to the point where they can um, pretty much do what they want. Let's be honest. Yeah. But they don't dictate the cons. That's the difference. That's where they will succeed. WCW was dictated by the wrestlers. Okay. I don't care who you were. Yeah, it was all the outsiders the... in the fucking NWO ran WCW. Whatever Hulk Hogan, whatever they all said that. Well, they had creative group, control. Fully, and their hands were tied; they couldn't do anything. Okay, on the same basis, the cons will let you do your own thing, but if you turn up and go,
0: "I'm not going to do this because you want me to," they'll be like, "Okay, cool, leave." I am glad you brought that up because this is something I've wanted to talk about on the show, and I guess I just haven't found the right moment to do it, or the or enough vodka. The here here is where I think the game's going to change for Tony Khan. I don't know when this is going to happen, but I think he's playing with fire. You just said it. They can go out and they can do other shit. Mm-hmm. Recently, as of two months ago, I believe, um, during the summer, John Moxley showed up to... at G, GCW, I believe, in Vegas. At one of their events. One of those
1: events. Yeah, you're right. That's
0: the one that Nick Cage right, right. works yes, with. Right, yes, yes. Okay. That's what started their whole match. He showed up at, at, at their event in Vegas... And got the, the fucking pizza cutter to the head already. This has already happened, folks. Right. That's actually what started the match. When... Wh- I want to say this right here. I, I, and I know I've been taking up in copious amounts of liquor. This is going to blow up in his face when his champion... Now, I know, I know Moxley isn't the champion right now, but Moxley is arguably the face of AEW. More than... M- more more than Jericho at this point. I agree with that. When does the face of his company go to another program, GCW, uh, uh, um, uh, New Japan, and gets hurt? And now can't show up on AEW. That's going to change the game. When that happens and Daddy Khan sees, well, well, hang on a second, you let these fucktards go over and make money somewhere else and now they can't make money for me? Right. That's going to be when AEW has that moment of, we're going to have to do guaranteed contracts. We're going to have to seal the deal on these guys, but how are we going to do it? Are we going to do it the WWE way where you're exclusive to the WWE and basically you become an employee, a salaried employee, which I don't think is right. Or are we going to go the WCW way and give them a guaranteed money? I don't know what that answer is because I, I see positive in both sides of that scenario. Where the WCW went wrong is Eric Bischoff wanted to win that battle so bad, and for 83 weeks he did. He wanted to win it so bad that he looked at Hogan and said, there's never going to be any bigger than you. You can do whatever the hell you want. And that lasted about four years. It lasted a while.
1: They rode that train for a four long time. Four years in
0: wrestling is a lot of time. It, it's a century. Yeah.
1: Four years in wrestling is ten years in human life. Mm-hmm. It really is. Absolutely. Because if you think back a year year ago, who yeah. was over? The Fiend yeah. and Braun Strowman. Who doesn't work for the WWE anymore? Yeah. The Fiend and Braun Strowman.
0: Yeah. And they're going to be with AEW. We're mm-hmm. going to see the Wyatt family reignite. They're about to pop off. They're
1: going to have Daniel Bryanson. They're going to have CM Punk. Mm-hmm. They're going to have The Fiend all show up together within a month's span. So you got to think, by the time that CM Punk gets there, 90 days is going to be up for your boy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, Daniel Bryan's 90 days is already coming up anyways. Yeah. Seeing Bunkistar whatever the hell he wants, let's be honest. But he's going to show up. His first show is going to be for... Well, does he have that? Because he, he just ended a contract with WWE. It wasn't he, a wrestling contract. He ended a con- contract with Fox. That's that, That's the You're difference. Right. You're right. Because he was never contracted with the WWE.
0: He was just that's with why, Fox on their show. That's why they were iffy about him being on that show. Yeah. Because he didn't give a shit. And he, he could say whatever he wants. And which, he did. But, you know, he did, but Vince McMahon still tied his hands. Because you remember, in the, you go back to our archives and listen to our shows. We were talking about when CM Punk showed up. They had him on the one night of that program and then didn't bring him on for like four or five weeks later. For like a small
1: segment. That was a debacle of a show. Yes. Everybody that was on that show no longer works with WWE besides Booker, Booker T. T. Yeah, Booker T. Um, that was a debacle. Let's be honest. Yeah. And the fact that they brought him out and he had no enthusiasm, he didn't want to be there. Let's be honest. He look, came out like, I don't want to fucking do this.
0: Yeah.
1: Comes out and then what did he say in the mic? Uh, I hope you're ready. Or, uh. Yeah. Some stupid ass one liner. Then everyone was like, whoa, we didn't know you were going to be here. Whoa. Yeah. You had Paige on the show. You had Moxie's wife. It was almost
0: as bad as Vince Man showing up at Money in the Bank and simply saying, where have you been? Uh, uh, Vince, there's been a pandemic I know in your world This wasn't affected But Yeah, there's been a There's been a thing called the pandemic Don't get me started on that Yeah I was disgusted I got you started on that Because oh I'm waiting to, I'm, I'm ready to hear Vince McMahon More than two fucking words That
1: was the most pitiful display of Vince McMahon His music hit What'd you get? John Cena pop Yeah Did you not? He came out for the first time He's and st- strutting he came out for the first time in four years to get a pop that big. I mean, Vince hasn't been getting pop that big since before the um, that angle when you had Kane. You, you had Kane and you had Triple H when they were doing the authority. Yeah. Since that time, since before that, Vince McMahon has not been over. Vince McMahon comes out and they're like, huh, who fucking cares? Hasn't showed up on the show in Fortnite. Okay. Comes out, Huge crowd. Where the hell have you guys been? Okay, anyways. Not happy to see you guys. Glad you're back. Uh, Get concessions.
0: Nothing. You know what I mean? He didn't say shit. He came out, well in WrestleMania, he came out as Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Mm -hmm. And he he did the welcome back, we've missed you. He comes out at Money in the Bank as Mr. McMahon. Talk some shit. You know, come out and talk some shit. Don't just say where have you been. The most disgusting like part, like that's all that came to your
1: mind. Well, the most disgusting part about it is, he comes out and they didn't even play his video. No, nothing. They hit his music. They hit his music. They didn't even play his fucking his Tron video. Yeah. If I don't get the eyes looking at me, and then the the walk down the stairs in the video, which is all his video is. Yeah. All his video is just him and his face. Great. Greatest heel of the at you. era. Give me that. Yeah. That's what we want.
0: Yeah. We
1: wanted you to come out. We wanted you to say, I'm glad you're back. Mm-hmm. So we can feel that you actually give a shit about our, your, your fans. Where the hell have you guys been? Anyways, I'm going to go host this mediocre show
0: we're about to throw. Yeah. Okay. Trash. What's happening? Because we... We get so excited for the iconic shows and I hope SummerSlam do- SummerSlam is going to deliver because we're going to see Cena in the ring and Cena has never been the showstopper. Right. But he is the money. He's he 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 cashes the checks, okay? This is the best we've ever seen out of Roman Reigns. And Cena is going to pull the absolute best out of this heel version of Roman Reigns. I cannot fucking wait for this pay-per-view. If this was the old days and I'm still paying for the pay-per-view, I'm buying it. I'm buying it just for that match. Just for that match. I could fast forward. I could go eat fucking hot dogs and not even watch the entire card. But this match, I have to see. I'm curious just to see how John Cena is. He hasn't wrestled for a while.
1: I'm curious to see how he is, is in the ring. Because truth, truth be
0: told... He's going to be great. Because Cena is great at whatever he He does. actually is a good wrestler. Yes. Okay? And it wasn't
1: it it wasn't that I hated John Cena. It was that he started and he got over at WrestleMania 21. Mm-hmm. So did my boy Dave Batista. Yeah. And I always felt that he put a shadow over him. Because they both got big. One won the world one won big goalie, which you're wearing. Yeah. The other one won the W W E. And I'm gonna be honest with you. John Cena beating JBL wasn't anywhere close to Batista beating Triple H. No. But instead, that got all the play. John Cena got all the fucking play. Yeah, what they do? They move Batista to SmackDown, Cena to Raw. Yeah, Cena's the face of the company. Yeah, Batista's on the back burner.
0: Batista was your girlfriend at that time. Yep. And what I mean by that, the guy, his his wonderful wife Melissa, uh, the people's host, my wonderful wife Krista, loved that motherfucker. Yeah. And that's why we hated Cena. Because that son of a bitch came on TV, and they're, oh, yeah, oh, Sean, yeah, that's what they're doing, yep. And we're like, this mother, this this white bread motherfucker right here, which is crazy because they, and they, and that's where the whole Cena sucks thing starts. They used to have these shit matches too,
1: if you yeah. if you remember before. The John worst Cena, was the
0: was the Spirit Squad stuff.
1: Well, I'm talking when John Cena pre bef- before yeah. he was Chain Gang, mm-hmm. when he was wearing the the shorts. The the flat top on top used to
0: tag with Dave. Yes. No, you're right. They used to. When he had the different color shorts for every town he was every in. Every town he was in. He went to Boston, more the Celtics. You know, Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, They
1: used to tag him with him. Yeah. And then out of nowhere,
0: they moved to the Chain Gang.
1: Batista's fully in. Evolution. They're doing that. And to be honest with you, Chain Gang to me is the my favorite John Cena there ever was.
0: Yeah. He
1: come out. He busted the music. He's he was funny raw. on the mic. I don't care who the fuck you are. John Cena's top five best mic people there is, hundred percent. There's no argument. To That's it. what's selling all this right now. You got John Cena. You got Ric Flair. You got MJF. You got Chris Jericho and CM
0: Punk. Those are my top five mic guys. A couple weeks ago, we heard John Cena cut a, a scathing promo on uh, on on Roman Reigns. Right into the night, Roman Reigns rebuts that and brings out the great line about this is missionary style every night actually getting into a little bit of the attitude era stuff. We're now finally seeing Roman reigns at his height. You're going to see, here's what's going to happen. Let me play this out for you. Scene is going over. Okay. Scene is going to go over. And do you think they're actually going to have him beat him? I I do. I think scene is going over. Okay. If it doesn't happen it's a screw job and it's going to be from Paul Heyman, but what you're going to see is you're going to see Paul Heyman losing his shit. This guy may have a heart attack in this ma- in this match because Ro- uh, Paul Heyman is at the end of his career in, in, in the ring. On the side of the ring. You know what I'm saying. He's at the end. This is his money moment. This is his WrestleMania three with Roman Reigns. You believe so? Yeah, I absolutely believe so. I think he's going to lose. Let well, me, let, let, let me tell how you. does Cena lose? Let me set the table. I get I get that it's I get that he goes back to Hollywood. I just everybody thinks Roman's gonna win, and that's why I think Cena's coming out as champion. We're gonna see that spinner blue belt. No. He's, he's <laughs> not bringing the spinner belt. He's gonna take the blue he ranger belt. He doesn't have belt. that much control. He's gonna take the blue ranger belt. That motherfucker's gonna spin by the end of the night. And uh we're gonna see a month of Cena on top.
1: He's not going to win. Let me, let me tell you why. Let's hear it. They're spending the money on Goldberg.
0: Fuck! Don't even fucking start with this. Goldberg's being Lashley. How pissed were you when you saw Goldberg come out and challenge Lashley?
1: What do you think my reaction to that was? Again? Of all people, I'm over on Lashley. I'm going to be honest with you. Lashley's the best champion they, the WWE has had in all the time. Colorado Proud. Colorado Proud. He, Bobby Lashley, it has the body for it. He has the image to be a champion. His whole faction is fucking money. Yeah. You putting him with the MVP? No one thought of that. No. Money. It's argu MVP's arguably Paul Heyman good.
0: Oh, I totally agree. Arguably. I totally agree. They are,
1: uh, right now, Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns to me does not hold a candle. To MVP the hurt the hurt business right now to me is my favorite thing in wrestling. Wow, to be honest with you.
0: Wow, I've always been above above what AEW is doing right now. You're saying you're saying no. the hurt business. No, well, you just said in wrestling.
1: Let me back it up. Okay, in WWE wrestling, gotcha. The hurt business is the best thing. Ever. Okay, because I and that's just me personally. I've been a Bobby Lashley guy for a long time. Way before he quit, so I'm always like, dude, this dude's he's. Here's the thing. He's a big guy, but he's athletic. Yeah. A lot of times you get these big fuckers in there, and they, oh, duh, 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 duh. you know, you get fucking the great collie in there. Who gives a shit? The
0: dude can't bend his legs. And you remember when Lashley came out? His thing was to jump four feet straight up, flat under the ring. Under yes, the ring. exactly. Yeah,
1: he's a fucking monster yeah. of a man. Yeah, he's a believable champion. Roman Reigns is a believable champion too. I'll be honest with you.
0: He is. This is the best work he's ever
1: done. 100% Roman Reigns is the best work he's ever done. I have to give it to him. I'm, I'm not going to say he's doing trash right now. Yeah. But I can tell you what's going to happen. I can tell you right now, Goldberg's going to end up winning the belt. And they're going to they're going to throw Lashley away. Going away. Roman Reigns is going to win. You know why? Because Vince, now late in his age, is like, we've got to keep something that's going to be making us money. He knows John Cena's not that guy anymore.
0: So he wants to bring in John Cena to do what? How is John Cena not that guy? He's putting him over. If okay, so if Rock came back right now, in this scenario, you take out John Cena, you put in the Rock against against uh, Roman Reigns. You're telling me the Rock's not getting the title? No way in hell! The Rock is winning that title. That's what I'm saying. John Cena is at that level. No, he's not. Did you not see the Suicide Squad movie? I haven't seen it. Suit. John Cena in that performance is at rock level now. I'm telling you. There are two people that are writing their own tickets, writing their own checks in Hollywood, and it is Dwayne the Rock motherfucking Johnson and John Cena. You think so? I know so. I know so. They're finally in the same light. Hogan couldn't even be... be, Begin to be as close as these guys are right now, his performance. Did you just say Hogan's not as big as The Rock and John Cena? I absolutely say that because, and I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you some weight on this. I'm gonna give you something on here. Hogan was big in the '90s. Okay. When Hogan came out at WrestleMania 37, they put the motherfucking Hulk Hogan, the iconic Hulk Hogan brother, in a pirate outfit. Okay, but that's then. They didn't put him in the rip in the shirt. They Le- put him in the pirate outfit. Let me back it up. Are you talking Hulk Hogan in his prime? I'm talking Hogan right now. Oh, fuck, yeah, of course. Let me give you another per- another, another example sure. of this. Ric Flair is bigger than anybody in wrestling, and he gets bigger with age. Ric
1: Flair's like that because there's a whole bunch of artists right now, music artists, that yes. like him.
0: yes. So he's not Hogan. Don't no give a shit about Hulk Hogan. But you do give a shit about Hogan. You're sitting here rolling your eyes at me, throwing up your hands, and I'm, I'm, I'm half a fucking fag over here. Let me break whatever you, you just said down. Okay. Who's the biggest wrestler in wrestling
1: history? Ric Flair.
0: Over Hulk Hogan?
1: Yes. You believe that wholeheartedly. There's no question in my mind. To the average fan. So if I went to, to anybody right now and said, name one wrestler... It's Hogan. The two people that they're going to name is John Cena first, depending on their age. The, Hulk, that, Hulk you just said it right there. Depending on their age. But it's still going to be both of them. And it's going to be either, either or. They're either going to start out with John Cena and go to Hulk Hogan, or they're going to say Hulk Hogan and then that guy, John Cena. And they might You're throw The Rock. You're cutting out The Rock? 100%. No way. People don't see The Rock as a wrestler anymore.
0: He's The gone. Rock has... He's a flash in the pan. Sit No my god, there's no way you believe that. Nowadays he has sitcoms. He has mo- he's in fucking Disney movies, and he used to be the Scorpion King. The Rock is the most over wrestling icon in the world. You go to Japan, they know who The Rock is.
1: The Rock's huge, but it's not because of his wrestling. I would agree with you there. The Rock is bigger than John Cena
0: and like David. But Batista. we're talking about namesake. Oh, oh, I'm glad you just brought up Batista. Batista has tr- tried to do what John Cena just accomplished and failed. He you think was, he failed I with Drax? Yes, I do. Because no, 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 no. Let me back up. He failed with that last movie he just did, and I don't even know the name of it, where he had the little girl. And he, oh, the one where he's a detective. Puget okay, on my ass. but here's why. Here's why that's the problem. The Rock did the same thing when he was the Tooth Fairy. But after that, he got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And now The Rock is writing his own tickets. Let's be honest. John Cena was in stupid little neighbors movies. And now he's writing his own ticket in the DC world. Right. Dave Patista did a couple little hoity-toity movies. Bam. He's in Guardian of the Galaxy as Drax. Which paid him. To find what out did he do? Broke. What did he do? Boom. He dropped down and now he's in these bullshit movies again. He didn't excel past that. Rock excelled past that. John Cena is going to excel past that. They're better actors. They're better wrestlers than Hogan and than Flair. Oh, cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, Better wrestler than Flair? No, no, I said better actors. Okay, because I was going to say Flair is the complete package. He's the god. He is an in-ring performer. Sure, he doesn't have... From the top ropes Doing some crazy
0: bullshit He doesn't need it Because he's a wrestler at heart He made me believe When I was a kid When I was a young adult When I'm I'm, I'm fucking Almost 40 years old I still believe in this man Why Why was that Promos Promos and Yes Yes promos 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 He's the best
1: I'll be honest with you Out of that top 5 I just listed Mm -hmm. There's not even a close second Ric Flair to me Blows John Cena MJF Chris Jericho and CM Punk. So far out of the fucking water, ain't even close. Wrestling-wise.
0: On the mic. Oh, on the mic, for sure. 100%. There's only one man in history that, that compared to him. Who? Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes.
1: I'll give you that. Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes, but he's not in my my top five for promos, to be honest with you. Wow. Here's why. Go back to 86, this. man. Here. Go past the 90s, though. But that's what a rick, little unfair what did, no it's not what did it rick, is though what did rick flair do brought us promos in the 70s 80s yeah. 90s 2000 2010s and he's still cutting them now john's seen it from the day he started has been cutting promos that's so we're talking 2002 i'm pretty sure is when he, he started when he, when he came out and said ruthless aggression yeah he did it's 2021 he's been doing this for 20 years cutting promos mjf just just started and i'm sorry but he's arguably going to become rick flair yeah. He's fucking a god. Chris Jericho is just Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is yeah, right. a moneymaker yeah. on the mic. But no fucking person in the world. And I'll give you this. If we're talking 80s wrestlers on the mic, Ric Flair and Dusty are head and head. Yeah. You go in the 90s, I ain't even close. You go in two 2000s, who's Dusty Rhodes? You go in 2010s, oh, he's the dude that helps... NXT. NXT
0: has you there. Ever been a question? Who the fuck Rick Ric Flair is, though? No, you're 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 not lying, and, and no. I I can't believe that we're actually on we're actually on opposite ends right now because uh, I'm such a Ric Flair fan. I agree with you. Getting back to the original topic, though, John Cena is going to be the champion at the end of Summerslam because John Cena just pulled off. What DC hasn't been able to do, they just, with this last Suicide Squad, they just matched the Avengers. They've been trying to do it with Batman. They've been trying to do it with Superman. That movie's that good, you that think? That movie is that good. I haven't seen it yet, so this, I'm, I'm taking to your word on it. This franchise is going to be as big as the Avengers. I'm telling you. It failed in the box office. It doesn't matter. It's that good of a movie. It's that good of a movie. You can't really judge box office because now you got the HBO Max thing. You can't judge box office because yeah. it's
1: land by a it's run by a bunch of liberal
0: fuckers. Exactly. Anyways, and whatever they want to happen. Exactly. That's... John Cena. Uh, it would not surprise me at all to see him, and I kind of want to see him raise the belt because here's what we need. Ric Flair, when he was the NWA champion, you thought every time, Harley Race, Dusty Rhodes, Carrie uh, Von Erich. You thought every time he was matching these guys, he was going to lose. And he'd find a way to win. And then fall on his face. (laughs) That's what Roman Reigns needs. Roman Reigns has presented himself as a character as I can't be beaten. We need to see him in adversity. We need to see him lose the title. Get so pissed off, he fires Paul Heyman, comes back and avenges that belt. Now you may have the babyface Roman Reigns... That Vince McMahon has wanted since 2015. Here's why the big dog needs to write for the WWE. Let me, let
1: me give you a scenario that you would like more than anything that's happening. Goldberg comes in. Lashley smashes his ass. I hope so. John Cena comes in. Roman Reigns smashes his ass. What does that do? It gives you two fucking powers. Because Roman Reigns just beat John, John Cena. And you're thinking, holy fuck, no one's going to be thinking that. That's why it's going to happen, by the way. Nobody's gonna be thinking that because now they're and if you've noticed, WWE has been slowly adding in those whoa, we didn't expect that. Yeah, we didn't expect that. And John is gonna be the one that no one expects. He's gonna lose. But I'm telling you right now, Lash is gonna fucking lose because Goldberg only comes back with a fucking belt. He's there for three months, holds the belt, shows up twice in that three fucking month span, loses, and he's gone for another year. Hello, see you later. I've never been a Goldberg guy. I'm sorry, I've never been. Uh, He's a flash in the fucking pan 1998 I was Sure When he was over But if you really think about Goldberg's run He only wrestled for a minimal amount of time Yeah Pussy The streak Okay The streak Once that's over who gives a shit Okay but here's the thing If you had Bobby Lashley destroy Goldberg Who really Goldberg being anybody still putting them over I don't care who you are Goldberg at heart A wrestling fan goes Fuck that's Goldberg Although we don't like him coming back, at the end of the day, he's still Goldberg. Okay? You're right. Goldberg's a fucking hard ass. So if Bobby actually beats his ass and Roman Reigns talks the game and then beats John Cena's ass, what is it? What What do you do there? Fuck AEW. Have a battle with yourself. Do what won you the war during the fucking war. Have, well, I take that back. SmackDown and Raw weren't what's won you the war, but create it. Have the fucking Bobby Lashley go, Rowan Reigns is some bitch, and have him come on and show. What the fuck are you talking about? They battle, have someone win the belt, and combine them, and then what do you do? You finally bring back old Goldie. Yeah. Or something. You you combine that belt. You only have one belt. That's all you need. Yeah. You have one belt, and it can transfer from Raw to SmackDown. You have a war with yourself. Because that's the only way you're gonna win right now. AEW, with Kenny Omega, like we talked about earlier on the show, Kenny Omega's going around to all these other shows, winning their belts, blah, 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 putting them under. That's that's a shit strategy. Yeah. If WWE does it with herself, who gives a shit? Yeah. If Lashley wins the belt from Roman Reigns, or if Roman Reigns beats Lashley, all that's doing is putting over your own company. You're right. That's what they need to do. The problem is, it's not is that fucking creative is trash. Yeah. I can start a, my own wrestling company if I had the fucking WWE talent and AEW wouldn't even be a topic. Yeah, I could take the talent in WWE right now and make them better than anything you've ever seen because that's how my mind works. I've been watching wrestling since I was 11 years old. I know how wrestling works. That's why you and Chad have said many, many, many times, shit, it seems like whatever you say happens. Yeah, It's because I can watch... Wrestling, I know what angle they're going with. I can see one match, and I'll go, oh, fuck. Pay-per-view, this is happening, this is happening, this yeah. is where it's going. Yeah. Because I just, have, Vince is a very predictable guy. For sure. That's why I know this isn't gonna happen. But I, if, if there's anything the Big Dog can put money on,
0: John Cena's losing
1: to Roman Reigns.
0: Well, I mean, the only thing that I can really say to any of that you're saying is whether you're here whether you're babyface, you do you, baby. Dogcast Production.